Hey, today is January 26th. It's a Thursday. This is the first episode of Real Estate in Rigor Mortis. And uh, the purpose of this uh, is kind of twofold. I am a real estate agent here in the state of Oregon, licensed. And also, as a part-time job, I work for a funeral home. And I remove, I'm a body removal technician is the proper term. So, uh, a lot of that is interesting, and I have some stories to tell about that, but uh, also I'm a real estate agent full-time, so a little bit of both, um, and some stories in between. I'll probably have a few guests here and there, but uh, first thing I want to talk about a little bit is my story, my history. I uh, grew up in a little town in Washington. Came down to Oregon to go to Oregon State University. Met my wife. Had three kids. Now I'm living back here in Albany, and uh, am a full-time real estate agent. My kids are all grown up and out of the house, so we're empty nesters, which is a good thing and a bad thing. But uh, I work uh, around the Willamette Valley in real estate buy and sell, help people buy and sell. I average between 20 and 30 homes a year, make a decent salary. And when I started real estate, I was nervous about income. So I started part-time as a removal tech for a local funeral home, uh, just as uh, side income. And that developed into doing it more and more and more and have been doing it for six years now. Um, do I need the money now? Probably not, but I just find it interesting to help people and to uh, see things that not everyone gets to see. Um, I think it's really interesting to walk into a house when someone has just lost love of their lives and they're telling stories and laughing and and having a good time and, and talking about the good old days and I ask questions about their history and where they met and whatnot, and they just light up. So that part is amazing. Um, there's some bad parts, you know. Uh, I'll have some stories about people have been dead for two weeks and no one found them until we go pick them up. And there's some stink and some juice and some bugs. Uh, also car accidents, suicides. And I've seen a lot. So a lot of that will be brought up. Also on the real estate side, just talking about different ways of uh, buying and selling a house, um, investing in real estate. I have invested. Um, I have bought and sold personally as well as helped many, many people buy and sell houses. So uh, that is kind of what the theme of the podcast will be. I hope you enjoy it. And I'll tell some stories about my life. I think the first thing I'm going to do is tell a little bit about uh, my original birthday. So it's kind of a combination of there's some death in this as well. So the day I was meant to be born, uh, my family lived on a mall and a little family farm, about 40 acres out in Farger Lake, Washington, which is just north of Vancouver, Washington, uh, like in the shadow of Mount St. Helens. And uh, my parents, my brothers, lived in a trailer that was on the farm that my grandparents owned. And then my, my grandparents lived in a farmhouse. 
and my dad had a trailer uh, parked next to it that we lived in. Me and I had two older brothers at the time. Um, at that time, one day, mom went into labor with me. She had all the labor pains. My dad drove her to the hospital. She, my mom, my dad took the, my brothers over to my grandma's house to, for her to watch them while she drove me and my mom to Vancouver, Vancouver Memorial Hospital uh, to have me. It was time for dinner, and Grandma yelled down to the barn for Grandpa to come uh, up for dinner. He was down there milking a cow, so he had he had a few milk cows, and that's how we. It was a working farm. I mean, we had milk cows, we had sheep, chickens, so we kind of lived off the farm a little bit. Uh, he was on milking a cow, and he didn't answer, so she went down there and found him dead. He was still sitting on the milk stool, laying his head up against the cow. So he had a massive heart attack while milking a cow. Uh, of course, Grandma was quite upset. They'd been married many, over 40 years. Uh, Grandma called the hospital to tell Dad. Uh, my Dad didn't want to upset my mom, so he didn't tell her. He just told her that she, he had to run back to the farm for something, which was about a 30-minute drive. It wasn't a close a close drive. But she knew something was up. So she made him tell her. And so she he finally told her, Hey, Grant, Dad died. I have to run home. So the miracle of the human body, uh, my mom stopped labor. Uh, she just, her emotions and her hormones stopped and labor stopped. And I was born about a week later on July 11th, 1966. Uh, and that was after my grandpa's funeral. So I never got to meet my grandpa. I've heard lots of great things about him. Uh, stories about him. He was a tough old guy. Logged. He ran a gas station in a little town in uh, Washington, up by Mount Rainier called National. Uh, and that is uh, where they raised their family. Then they bought a farm in Fargo Lake. And that's where uh, he retired and uh, lived until he passed. Like I said, the farm, I was raised for my first 15 years in that farm. Uh, and it was on Route 1, Box 236, Center, Washington. So it was looking over Fargo Lake, which was an old lake that had been dried up. But they they uh, grew mint, peppermint in the, on the lake, on the lake bed. So it was really fertile land. And uh, my dad worked in the mint fields. And all me and my brothers worked in the mint fields uh, as we became teenagers. So we lived in this old farmhouse. When grandma, when grandpa died, grandma finally moved down into town, and uh, our family took over the house. And I remember uh, laying in bed in this house and hearing the mice running the walls because there was no insulation, and the house had really old. Had only had wood heat. Had a wood stove downstairs. No insulation. Um, every winter, the plumbing would freeze up, so we had to use the outhouse outside. Uh, for bathrooms. Uh, many nights we slept downstairs because the wood stove would keep us warm. Um, we never really had blankets or sheets. We used sleeping bags to sleep on our beds. So, you know, it was, we were never hungry. We were never cold or wet. We were always, uh, but we were very, uh, very poor, I would say, but never, never doing without. When it snowed, we used socks as mittens when it snowed and and uh, it was amazing. I love living on the farm. Um, 
we had the Fern Lake store, which is a store about a mile away from where we lived. And we would walk there for penny candy. Um, and when we walked there, it was funny. Uh, there was a Doberman pitcher about a halfway to the store. And there was a neighbor. I think it was the Hazen's house. The Doberman pitcher. The Doberman pitcher was mean. It would chase his kids on the, down the road. Uh, well, we had a dog named Boy, a German Shepherd, that I'll tell you about someday. The best dog ever. But that dog would scare, would chase the Doberman Pinscher away when we walked to the store. So we always made sure we took Boy with us. And even the neighbor kids, when they walked to the store, they would stop by our house to borrow Boy to take him with them to keep the Doberman Pinscher away from them. So that's a great story about uh, about our dog, our first family dog, and and where I grew up. So I have really fond memories of my childhood. Uh, I think it was a good thing. And uh, I look forward to the next episode. I'll tell a little stories about uh, a funeral home story and um, maybe go a little more detail about my childhood. But thanks for listening and have a great day.